Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today, I have body designer, model, uh, entrepreneur, fitness, and a TikTok man. You do so many things. I do. Yeah, I do a few things. <laughs> Thanks for coming to the podcast Thank today. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so I remember like um, I was at uh, Snacks. Yes. And Basel was his birthday. Yes. Like put on this t-shirt. Sugar daddy in the making, I'm like, okay, but the sugar daddy in the making, okay, it's a good place to start conversation. Correct, But yes. then when he flipped around, I saw the logo, the yeah. logo was sick. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you so, so like, I was like, oh, my friend made it, I just had to reach out to whoever made this thing, because it's so fucking cool. Thank you. Anyway, Thank you. so why the t-shirts and uh, sugar daddy, there's sugar daddy in the making. Sugar daddy in the making, sugar mom in the making, currently they're available right now. Um, Possibly, maybe Sugar Baby on the way. <laughs> I gotta cover all the grounds, you know. Right, There's right. Sugar Baby's got to take care of too. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So, what was the like? Where did the idea come from? Why did you decide to make them? Uh, so the idea came to me um, honestly because I'm a starving artist out here, and I'm sure a lot of artists can probably agree that it's hard to be a creative uh, in this day and age. And so I kind of just thought of it, kind of as like a mantra. Um, sort of like put it out physically and then I'll be like able to kind of manifest that that kind of a lifestyle that I want because who doesn't want to be you know successful in life mm -hmm. um, so I thought about that just for me personally just to wear like when I do live streams for DJing which are going to be happening soon or if I'm doing any live shows or even if I'm going to the gym you know something to motivate me mm -hmm. um, so that's was the main purpose of starting it but then people actually wanted to buy them so then I was like oh I guess <laughs> well sure I guess so <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> I gotta share the wealth, so yeah. And what was the process of making it? That, uh, did you have the logo already? Uh, yeah, well, sort of. So I had the name. I've had the name Chaotic Luxury like written in a note on my phone for years. I knew I wanted to do something with it. I knew I was gonna do some kind of designing. I just didn't know how or when or what. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I thought of the name years ago and then the teddy bear logo just kind of came to me when I started playing around with some graphic design, started to think about what the name means to me. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how that, that part started. I mean, chaotic luxury, let's talk about that. I know you say you had it in a note for years, but yeah. what I mean? So I thrive in a little bit of chaos all the time. I feel like, um, you know, life is unexpected. Things pop up and I feel like for me, it's kind of better just to kind of expect chaos all the time mm. so that I'm a little ready. Um, but yeah, so I just, I like to, I like to be crazy and I like for things to be loud and I like for things to be, you know, in your face. Um, so I kind of want to add my chaos to luxury. Mm. Yeah. And then I guess, and then the luxury part is like, yeah, it's like style, fashion. Um, I'm very passionate about fashion. Uh, being a model here in Halifax has shown me a lot about fashion and t taught me a lot about uh, creative processes. So I'm excited to, to add more of that into the streetwear mm. lifestyle. 
Okay, so let's rewind it. Uh, where did the arts thing start for you? Oh my gosh. Art in general has been a part of my life since I can remember. My dad is an extremely artistic person, so I grew up around um, him painting on clothes all the time. He constantly, you know, was painting band logos on pants and on jackets and shirts. And uh, um, so, yeah, I grew up around a really artistic father, so I think that that had a heavy influence on me. Uh, so, yeah, I've been painting my room since I can remember, like painting random weird stuff on the walls and. Uh, ripping up my clothing, cutting my clothing, tie-dyeing clothing, like everything. It's It's been a part of my life for a really long time. Mm. Yeah. And then even going even further, what did you want to be growing up? Oh my gosh, what do I want to do when I grow up? I have no idea. I think I just, I want to be in fashion for sure. Um, I love being on the runway. I love wearing clothes. I love promoting clothes. Um, so doing that on Instagram is really fun for me. Um, and in terms of the designing stuff, it's just something to get my crazy ideas out into the physical world because I have so many weird creative ideas in my brain that I want to be physical. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think just as long as I'm working in fashion, I think I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now the DJ thing. Yeah. Wow. Like... <laughs> I'm like, I'm really envious because that's something I like. And, okay, awesome. and someday I hope to be able to do it because, like, you know, I know music, at least music I like. Right. Um, so, how did you get into DJing thing and how's it going so far? So, I actually got into DJing because my boyfriend also does it. Um, so, he kind of just showed me what he does. Like, he was doing that thing where he impresses me with all the cool stuff that he does because he is also a very multi-purpose person. Um, so he was showing me just like how it works and everything because he had a big you know, table and he had been doing it for years. And him and I have the same uh, music taste. So he was just showing me how it works. And one day he was just like, do you want to try? Like see how it feels? And I was like, yeah, like it kind of looks cool. Like all the buttons are really bright and shiny. And I was just like, my inner child was like, I want to push all the buttons. Mm. So yeah, so it started out just kind of as a curiosity thing and it bloomed into something a little bit more passionate for me. I really enjoy music. Um, that's also been a really heavy part of my upbringing. Um, so being able to like physically alter the music mm. has been beautiful. It's been almost like a, fantasy like being able to like control the hat hi-hats and the bass it's just like a really exhilarating feeling so i'm hoping that i'll be able to dive more into that um and play some live shows yeah that. you mentioned live stream do you want to talk about that? yeah so that's actually another reason why i uh started making these shirts was for me to wear um during live streams so the idea was for me to wear them and it would be kind of like my staple or like my trademark you know like that that girl that plays music wicca and then wears the the mama shirt that was like the idea um and i probably still will uh mm -hmm. i'm still trying to figure out where i want to set up my space um but i'm hoping to start some live streaming soon i also don't know which platform to use Honestly, there's so many Isn't different it? ones. Like there's well, Twitch, Twitch. Yeah, yeah, that's the TikTok, only one I know. you know, Instagram. So like, I just got to figure out which one I want to start with. You know what? Isn't there like an app where you can do it on one place and then it just shoots it to all those things? Ooh, I don't know. Is there? Yeah, I think it's called... <sighs> Fuck, I can't remember the name, but But really, yeah, when we remember. Yeah. Because that would be cool. You know, you just do it there and then it gives you... I think it goes to Facebook and Twitch and YouTube. Ah or something okay that would be helpful 
Yeah. That would be very helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just go to the one place and then, because I, I might like Instagram, but I don't care for TikTok. And then, right. you know, but now I'll be like, oh, what's the Instagram link? And then I go there. Uh, okay, yeah, and that's, I go to that TikTok. makes sense. Talk about TikTok. Your TikTok is hilarious, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. What, why did you start it? And where do you get the funny from? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think... Where did I start? Honestly, I, I picked up TikTok probably just like most people do or did is boredom. Like, you know, <laughs> I was a Vine. I'm a Vine girl. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. aging myself a little. That was a Twitter thing, right? You what? Like it came from Twitter. Vine. Yeah, something like that. And then, uh, yeah, so I'm a big Vine girl. I really miss it. Um, I found a lot of a lot of comedy in it. So, um, yeah, when I heard TikTok was becoming a thing, I was like, oh, like, cool. Kind of like Vine. Um, so I... I picked it up mostly just to look at funny shit, like just see funny stuff and whatever. Um, at the time, my life was pretty boring, so I didn't really like think about posting on it or anything like that. I kind of was just viewing it for fun. And then um, at the time, I was a kindergarten teacher, actually. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? If any of my kids are watching. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hi, I love you and I miss you. Um, no, yeah, I was a kindergarten teacher at the time. And um, I was struggling with a lot of uh, things on the side that mm. I kind of just needed an escape from. And um, now my kids at the time were so nice and they were so there for me always. But um, yeah, like just used it as like a way to escape. So I started posting um, about my life as a kindergarten teacher and the things that I did, um, things that I wore, stuff mm. like that, kind of like interest, just like things that I would do with my children, like um, stuff like that. Never posted them on there. Um, just my own like stuff, what I, what I planned on doing with them that day or whatever. Um, and what drew people to my platform at that time was my fashion sense. What I wore as a kindergarten teacher was a little bit unconventional to what maybe others would wear. Like mm. I was very loud in my, my fashionable expressions. And I, cause I think that being an authentic self uh, is super important, not only in your everyday life, but if I'm shaping the minds of the next generation, I have to be myself. Mm -hmm. I have to be my authentic self because how am I to tell them to do the same if I'm not? Mm. So I, you know, I would come to school one day with green hair. And then the next day I'd come to <laughs> school with no hair or oh my God. And, and like wearing like a crazy dress. The or, kids you must, know. Love, must have loved that. They did. Mm. They did. They did. Um, so yeah, like I... I started my TikTok there, um, and then once I left uh, the school, it kind of tampered off a little bit because my niche was gone, right? TikTok is very niche-based. If you don't have a good one, they're just going to look past you. So if, if it's someone like me that just posts, oh, look at this thing, and look at this thing, I'll just... But here's the thing. If 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 you find a niche every day, say your your thing is you go to the grocery store and you find the most expensive thing, and then you buy it, and then you eat it at home and you're like, this is this is shit. This wasn't worth the money. But if you do that every single day and you're committed to it and you're passionate about it and you make good t content, that is your niche. And someone maybe will grab onto it and they will, and then it just keeps building, right? Okay. So I lost that niche of being a teacher. So then I kind of had to regroup myself. I actually thought, you know, it's fine if TikTok kind of more. If, if it doesn't work out for me, whatever. But then I started posting comedy 
Um, I started, you know, getting into current trends of, of comedy and um, that's when it really took off. That's when I really started to get the followers and get the attention and stuff like that. It's, it's a little bit on of a, a little bit of a plane right now because I have so much else going on, but um, I am still trying to be active on there and uh, post some post some comedic relief for my people. Yeah, I know. One of them was Sauve oh, Says. I don't know. You know the show? Which one is it? with the black guy where he's like it's a game show and there's numbers and then he'll like uh oh, oh steve, harvey. steve harvey yes steve harvey <laughs> if you're watching this i love you no I'm just yeah like, no but that, yeah that one that one is is the highlight for me <laughs> and it's you. super short and it's yeah. like what something anyway that's oh, so, what i was saying my face yes yes yes, yes, yes. i want to say sit on it yeah that's that's a good one my <laughs> boyfriend like, unfortunately yes. He has he happens to be a lot of the the pinnacles of my jokes these days. <laughs> Luckily he's okay with it. He has a good sense of humor. So Yeah, no, that was hilarious. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about modeling. How did I Yeah. Okay, so I've been doing modeling um for about six, five, six years in, in total now. Um, but the the real deal, the real stuff, the meat and potatoes, has been happening like within this year um of me signing with solely management. So um, yeah, I started modeling just for fun. Um, I love, I've always been a performer. I've just always loved um, being in front of cameras or being in front of live people and just performing. So mm. modeling was a different, a different kind of performing for me. It was, you know, more still, more precise, more focused. Um, so I started doing that just for fun. And yeah, it became, it became a real outlet for me, um, for my mental health, for my self-confidence, for a lot of things. Um, so yeah, I just continued doing it. Moved to Halifax uh, two years ago or so and got scouted by Soli. And I've been with her now for almost a year. And I've had so many crazy opportunities already. Like last week I got to um, do a model casting to go to Paris Fashion Week. Like it's like I can't even believe that I get the opportunities. When is it? Uh, Paris Fashion Week? Yeah. It's in September, I think. Oh, nice. September. I didn't make the first cut. That's okay, though. Learning. Always learning. I'm supporting my other model friends who are going. I'm so excited for them. Um, but yeah, like, just, like, being able to have those opportunities now is, like, I can't believe I just did a casting for that. Like, that's wild. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's been, that's been really fun. What are some of the highlights of the things you've done so far? <sighs> highlights? Highlights would definitely be last summer I did my first, uh, like, couple runway shows um ever um runway is very much where i want to be oh, in the okay. future why I, oh because you love fashion yeah i just i love high fashion in general um but just like being it's like a the the, the models out there who are watching they'll understand what i mean but just like being on the runway it's just such a different feeling than other performances that i've it's ever so done stressful, though. It, it is extremely stressful it's so hard when I used to watch America's Next Top Model and I used to be like, come on, ladies, mm. come on. It's not that hard to get up there and walk. Yeah. I was wrong, yeah, bitches. Yeah, yeah. I was way wrong. It's so much work. You have to be always on your shit, on your game. If you walk weird and like one day, you're done. Like and if you have a bad walking day and you go to an important casting, you have one chance to mm. nail that walk. And mm. if you just fuck it up because you're just having a bad day, that's it. Like, you don't have another option. Like, there's 60 other girls behind you that can nail it better or mm -hmm. something, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so the pressure is hard. 
But man, is it ever fun. I have so much fun. I think the other thing for me is how fast it is. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you come out, you go change and yep. come back out. And just like that, it's done. You know, like it takes, it takes weeks to prep for a show, months even sometimes, depending on the scale. Like mm. my, like I said, my my friends who are who are starting to train now for September. Paris Fashion Week, like months, months, months in, uh, in advance. Um, and then it's all over. Mm. It's all over just in the one day. But after that, like that feeling of rapping and doing all that and like being around the designers and being around the other artists, it's so beautiful. Like just, oh, it was so fun. And I'm excited to do more because it's coming up. This, the runway season's coming up now, so I'm 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 getting ready oh, for it. Oh, is it specific? Spring, summer is usually oh, like when we start the to. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, because everything's outside. We can do outside stuff, and yeah, it's gonna mm. be fun. Okay, so I know you're into digital art now, but I had to like get you to share some of your something you did. I don't want to say analog, <laughs> but yeah, like the physical. Physical, yes. <laughs> I do a lot of digital art these days because of the fact that I started a, a business. So I do a lot of stuff on my iPad um, and then transfer it sometimes into physical things, um, but mostly digital at the moment. Um, but yeah, this is actually a piece that I did. I did this. When did I do this? It was like right after COVID. And I had, I was... I was living a whole different life, you guys. Keep your old art, okay? Do it. Because then, like, I look back at this and I'm like, wow, like, this is how I used to draw stuff or, like, this is how I felt. Like, I, I drew this because I was in a really weird emotional state and I was in a not great relationship at the time. And so I used to draw just to escape. Like, I used to draw things to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And so here... I think I was just trying to go somewhere else. And so it's just really interesting to look back on, on some physical art that you have. So keep it <laughs> and do more physical art, AKA me. I need to do more physical art. <laughs> you, you mentioned um, that you were like in a difficult place and you mm -hmm. actually touched about that something you, that's really important to you is mental health. Very advocacy much, very and, much. But you kind of don't do it directly. You, it's like it's there, but it's Subliminal. not there. Subliminal. Yeah, yeah. Why, that's right. Why do you do that? Why do you use that approach? And also, why is mental health like advocacy important to you? Yeah, totally. So, so mental health in general has been something that I've struggled with many ups and downs of my life. Like I think that's pretty normal for most people these days. Is you know we're gonna have the big highs and the big lows. Mm. Um, but there was really a point in my life where I thought like I really have nothing to to give, like I have nothing to offer to this place and in this physical uh, form. And that was really terrifying for me because like that was only one really solid moment in my life where I was really genuinely unhappy with myself as a person. Mm -hmm. And so once I had made that realization that I was seeing myself in such a negative way, I realized I really needed to change that. And cause like I am a badass bitch and I do really cool stuff. And that's how everyone should feel about themselves. So for me, it was um, just building myself up as a person so that I can also do that for others. Mm. And part of that was, you know, expressing myself through art or through TikTok, like making those little funny jabs about my mental health, which is eh, uh, to then, laugh about it later it really does help me and sometimes like i'll go back and watch some funny shit that i've done and been like yeah i am all right because i i am fine and i'm here and i've made this joke and 
it's all good. Mm. And I'm not saying obviously that, you know, you can just joke your way through life. And, you know, let me tell you, there are some days where there are some hard things that I have to combat, just like everyone. Mm. Um, but I think it's just about knowing yourself and knowing how you can get yourself through something. You know, you can pick yourself up and dust off. And how do mm. I do that? I make jokes. <laughs> I make jokes about weird stuff, sex, like mental health, sadness, depression, divorce. Those are some good ones, um, <laughs> you know, just to name a few. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's my, my vibe with that right mm. now. Yeah. So I guess, what are some things, mental health-wise, that you think people that watch your TikToks and stuff can get from them? I hope that they, first of all, can understand that they're not alone. Um, that's like the main thing. I always want my followers on TikTok, on Instagram, wherever, whatever, whatever other platforms, who knows, will be in the future. Um, I want people to know that they can depend on me if they are looking for some relief, some comedic relief, some emotional relief, anything. They need to realize that even people like me who look like I am all together, I ain't. Okay, guys, I'm fooling all of you. It's called acting. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, I, I, I would say 99.9% .9 of the time, I'm happy as fuck. Mm. I'm happy as fuck to be here. Like, I'm happy as fuck to be on this earth and to be happy and breathing and, you know, able to do so many things. Um, but there is a struggle there. And I just want people to know that I do struggle. Because, mm. um, like, I just think that we, you know, we idolize people and we really put a lot of expectations on people, especially with social media, it looks like we're all all right. Mm. And then all of a sudden we're not tomorrow, yeah. right? So yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. I just want the authenticity to come through and, and really be there. Okay, another thing that is important to you is environment, and then I find out you're doing stuff like this. Yeah. Do you want to talk with you? Yes. Okay, so um, obviously fast fashion is a crazy uh, world that we're living in right now. You know, the environmental impact of a lot of things is a little bit crazy. So we're just trying our best out here, you know? We're trying our best to... I'll let you continue, but I need yeah. to see this. Like, It's almost, what is, I can't remember, but is this label, like basically if it's on the runway, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like next week is out and then you can get for like 20 bucks or whatever. And I'm like, how the how That's how? what I'm saying. Yeah. Right? And it's a it's it's like it's hard because I also understand the struggle, you mm -hmm. know? Like it's hard to go anywhere and get anything for a good buck these days, you know? You go to freaking garage. Hey, okay, garage is a girls' store, right? It's more feminine. But let me tell you, when I was, I think maybe like 15, 16 or something, I could confidently drive from the valley, which is an hour drive, you guys. It's an hour of gas. I could drive here with my fam. I could spend a good 100, 100 bucks, you know, 60 bucks at garage, good to go. Got like five pairs of pants, you know, a couple shirts, cute. I went in there the other day just for fun because I don't shop. Sometimes I will shop at like the more bigger box stores, but I really try not to. I really mm. try not to. Um, and I went in there the other day, I couldn't believe it. It was a freaking tank top that was like literally the size of this shirt that I'm wearing right now for $50. And it was just a blank motherfucking shirt. I literally was like, what? <laughs> Do I need glasses? Like I'm confused. So mm. anyway, my, it's just annoying. And I, th I think that it's just a little too much. So I 
want to try and give people the option to have something fun and fresh and funky without having to literally break your bank. It's mm. just crazy. So um, right now, other than my graphic tees, which are most of the time thrifted, by the way, um, I have been trying to do some more of the upworking fashion, the upcycling stuff. So these are a pair of pants that I bought at Valley Village for, I think, if I can remember, like $5 or something. They're, I don't know if you can tell, but they're kind of wow. like a towel kind of vibe. Mm. Um, and they're not finished, but they're almost there. I'm kind of trying to hand paint the rest to make it bolder. Wow. Um, but I hand stamped these flowers on here. This is, this is the best part though, <laughs> the booty. Um, yeah, I hand painted these. And actually funny enough, this stamp is from a dishwashing wand that broke. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I am a, I am a frugal bitch. Like I literally, it broke. I used it for two dishes. I used it for two dishes and it broke. And I was like, well, what the fuck? They all came apart and I was like, these are kind of cute. They're literally flowers. Mm. So I just kept them. I was like, whatever, we'll see what happens. This must be the kindergarten teacher in me or something. <laughs> and I kept them and then I started my brand and then I was like, oh my God, wait, I could totally use this to stamp on pants. Mm. Ta-da. So yeah, so uh, these are, these have been nicknamed by a couple of my friends, Bikini Bottoms. Um, because they kind of look like Spongebob. Don't come, don't come for me, Spongebob. <laughs> I love you. I'm not trying to steal your shit, but um, yeah, they look kind of like bikini, the bikini bottom thing, so they were making jokes about that. But yeah, that's... How long did he take you to make this pants. If I was If I was being honest, it's taking me way longer than they should. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I am, I am just, it's so busy, like starting a new business and mm. keeping everything together. It's just been really busy. So they should have been done by now, but they will be. Okay. Especially now that this is on TV or this is on, <laughs> on internet, I'm saying it. So now they have to be finished. Probably <laughs> like next week they'll be done. Okay. Yep. Uh, fitness is something that is yeah. also important to you. Why? Very much. Um, oh, we could go really deep here, so we will. So when I was younger, um, I was overweight. I was very unhealthy. I just had really unhealthy habits. Um, and I was close to becoming like an unhealthy weight for a duration of time. And so I decided that I wanted to change that. So I completely switched my eating habits. Mm. Um, I just like cut a bunch of stuff out. And let me tell you, it was really hard. Y'all, I'm not saying it works for everybody. I just quit it all cold turkey. I really did. I really just woke up one day and I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm I'm so unhappy. Wow, I'm that so is pissed. Like, so self-discipline. Yeah, it was yeah. really hard. It was really hard. Um, I, I will do well and then I'll wake up at like four in the morning and just... <laughs> Yo, I do that now. I do that now. That's the thing, okay? Because it's, it's a relationship mm. with your mind your body and your food, okay? If those three things aren't dancing together, it's not gonna work. It's mm. not going to work. My body was telling me that the food that I was eating was not working, but I wasn't listening. I was still eating it anyway because I just didn't care. I just wanted to eat what I wanted, blah, 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 blah. And then it ended up biting me in the ass. So I changed all of that because I realized that my body and my mind were like, girl, Get your shit together, like, come mm. on. So anyway, changed my eating habits. Um, that, I think, I was about 160. 
I think, uh, pounds, which doesn't sound like a lot, but you guys, cameras lie. Cameras are lying to you. I'm actually five feet, okay? Yeah. I am a short girl, okay? <laughs> and I was only 19 at the time. Okay. So at that time, I was considered obese. Like, I, which is, it's a word. That's fine. I go but off of how I felt. Mm. And I just felt uncomfortable. I don't think that anyone should feel uncomfortable in their body. And if you are, you can make a change. If you're happy with who you are and how you are, amaze, amazing. But if you're not, then you can mm -hmm. change and you shouldn't feel guilty about wanting to change something. Okay. So yeah, I, uh, I made those changes. And then the next step was the physical part, like getting into the gym. Cause that was really, that was really where the challenge was for me. It wasn't so much the food, it was the gym. I literally hadn't stepped foot in a gym until I was like 19 or something. And I'm 26 now. So I've been training for a few years. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's become a love for me, really. Like if I don't go, I feel sad. Like what I'm, do you love about it? What I love, I love being strong. Like um. I really do. I, it's a bar trick now. Like I can do this to to men in the, in the bar and they're like, <laughs> don't fuck with her guys don't do it no I'm kidding I don't scare them that much um but no like it's just the strength I think because I always knew that inner my inner strength was there but mm. the physical strength wasn't as much um so you want a reflection of the inside yeah like because I'd been put into a couple situations unfortunately in my youth that made me realize that I physically couldn't fight someone if I needed to or protect myself if I needed to. Mm. And so because of those scenarios, I realized like, yo, I gotta get a, I gotta get a handle on my health. Mm. Like if something happens to me and I can't do something about it, like that's a problem to me. Um, so yeah, that was like the main thing. I just wanna be strong. Like I want to be able to defend myself or help someone or, yeah. So how strong do you feel now? Very. <laughs> insane like it's it's also weird um because i'm a dancer um that's also something i kind of didn't realize would change uh with this new body because i talk about it a lot as my new body because i really feel like i've almost switched avatars like i really do i i feel like the body that i had when i was a competitive dancer when i was younger is a completely different body than the one i have now as a 26 year old woman mm. um and that could go you know either way scientifically whatever mm. but i feel like it's really just the physicalness of the things that i can do now and the way that i can move my body is was really what has been crazy to see and feel yeah you mentioned dancing so let's touch that yeah how did you get into dancing what <gasps> do you love about it oh my god I, I, y'all got three days no just kidding i love dancing more than probably anything anything that I do. Yeah, I would say it's a pretty close. It's pretty close. Wow. Yeah. Um, and that's probably heavily because of I, I've been doing it since I could walk. Like my mom put me into dance as soon as she could. Which one? The ballet or? No, actually, I've been, I'm a tap dancer. Oh, I'm an OG. Yeah, I should have brought those. <laughs> I should have brought those. I'll bring them next time. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I started doing tap. Um, I tapped at a school called Mary's Islanders. And it was very like clogging, very like, I don't know how to describe it other than, I don't know, we used to play wooden spoons and like fucking, we had frilly skirts and we'd be like Ch -ch 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 -ch, and like dance like that. Um, so it was very performance based. Um, so I did that for 
up until I think I was 10, Whoa. 11 or so, I think. And then I switched to competitive dancing and changed dance schools. So I, I trained at a school called Dance Connection and I did that. And so what is com like black ballroom or what's... no so the competitive stuff i it's just that now i go to competitions and like win medals and like you know do that kind of stuff so the performance we would just do training and fun. then we would just perform and whatever but yeah uh the competitive stuff um i did tap jazz ballet modern hip-hop salsa like just pretty much everything that do i could. still do it now now actually i'm thankfully getting back into it um Moving to Halifax gave me the opportunity to dust off my shoes, literally, and like get back into it. Um, yeah, like I thought I retired and then I moved here and ble like bless that we have House of Eights Dance Studio in this city. It is a Abadia lovely, does. Abadi is amazing. Mm -hmm. We love the studio so much. Um, we actually just had our showcase uh, last weekend. So that was my first time being back on stage in all over 10 years wow. doing dance. So it was it was exhilarating, like nostalgic AF. Loved it. It was very fun. Okay, so circle back to character luxury. Okay, yeah. What's the plan now? I mean, you have this awesome tea, uh, sugar yes. daddy in the making. Yes. Uh, sugar mom in the making. Available now on the Instagram. Follow Chaotic Luxury on Instagram. And I mean, the bear, all that. What, what's the plan? The plan is to just kind of just go with it, I guess. Like, I, I really enjoy going to the thrift stores and just, like, finding random stuff and then bringing them home and just being like, hmm, <laughs> what can I do with this? Not even kidding. That's how I, like, because my brain, the way it works is, like, I have to put something blank in front of me and go, okay, now go. <laughs> And then I'll put like music on yeah. or something. And then it just honestly comes to me. Like I'm not, I don't even know. Like it's just a weird, I'll put like, I'll just draw something weird on my iPad and then I'll be like, damn, that would look sick on a shirt, you know? And then I'll put it on a shirt and I'll be like, nah, I hate that. And then oh, I'll do something no. else or something, you know? <laughs> it's like, um, I think for me, because it's still so new, I have so much to learn. Something that I, I goal, I guess I do have. I want to learn how to sew really bad. Um, like, like machine? Yeah, like eventually machine. Right now I'm just working on hand sewing just to like like sew my own tags and stuff like that. Um, just small stuff. But eventually I'd love to start actually making physical upcycled clothing like out of fabric and stuff like that. Be wow. pretty sick. I know a lot of really dope people around that have been so helpful of this fashionable creative process. So mm. shout out to y'all. Y'all know who you are. So you moved to Halifax yeah. and I think one of the things talking to you earlier, it's like the community that stands out for you. Yeah. Why is that important? Community, I think, especially more specifically the community of Halifax. Um, as soon as I arrived here, I just felt like it was home for mm. me. And I don't know if that's because it's really not that different. I mean, it is different, but it's, it's, not that far away from my actual hometown, so I don't know if it's maybe that, but I don't know, just, I got here and I just felt like I've always been here or I was supposed to always be here. Mm -hmm. um, I just, everyone that I've met in Halifax, like all of the creatives, like the clothing designers, the singers, the rappers, the models, the everything, the design, like literally everybody that I have crossed paths with, like, are just so welcoming and so passionate and also so passionate about 
community mm. and keeping things in house. You know, like I oh I I meet photographers or designers that are like, yeah, we want to do this project because we want everything to be about Halifax or we want everything to be about, you know, building the community. And I think that's just really magical that you just you step into Halifax and you automatically just feel a hug. That's how mm. I felt anyway when I got here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um I mean, I knew this was going to be an interesting conversation and I'm going to have you back for sure because, yeah, I want to wiki wiki. Yeah, I really <laughs> want a wiki wiki on here. I think it'd be so fun. Uh, but before I let you go, so, you know, there's like a kid or whoever is watching or listening right now. Yeah. And they like feel so fired up because of how, you know, up you want stuff and... And they're like, I want to do that. I want to do that. How do you balance it all and then take care of yourself? Mm. Oh, to be honest, that is something that I am still learning. And I think that's something I'm going to be still learning as um, my artistic ventures grow. Because I'm not stopping. Like, I'm not. Like, I know I have many hats that I wear. And I'm just going to keep wearing them. And I'm going to keep adding more. Like, as long as I have the drive and the passion and the ability to do the things I want to do, I'm going to do the things. And mm. I think that that is something that everyone should know is if you really, truly want to do something and you believe that you can, you will. You will straight up do it. I literally am doing every single thing that I've ever wanted to do right now. Doing everything. I'm modeling. I'm acting. I'm making clothing. I'm on podcasts for damn for fuck's sakes, you guys. Like, I'm doing everything I've ever dreamt of doing. So as long as you truly look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, today you're going to do that thing, girl. And if you don't, you'll do it tomorrow. Then that's really all that that really matters. Wow. Yeah. So, buddy, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. And I can't wait to see what's next for Chaotic Luxury and everything you do. Hopefully, uh collab t-shirt <laughs> oh my god oh my god yes 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 okay we'll talk when the camera is off yeah that's right thanks thank for you. coming today thank you so much thank you